Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah! Yes! Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh my god, yes! Awesome! Please listen carefully. Hey, welcome to our show, Cordondrum. I am your host, Holly Greystone. And I'm your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. Hi, How Gary. are you doing? <laughs> doing good. I'm doing good. We missed you last week. We put up uh, one of our, our, actually our original episode, which was kind of fun to go back and listen to, but missed you, of course. I tried uh, no. to listen to it. I couldn't do it. I tried. I, I know. <laughs> there was just so much that was going on, both for you and for myself. Um, it just did not work out, but we were able to pull from one of our original episodes. And I thought it I thought it was great. It was it was fun to listen to our our first episode yeah. going on about cats and dogs and you know, all the silliness. And obviously things have changed. We have we have more dogs anyway. And you have moved a couple of times. So Anyway. It was just it was just too hard. I, I yeah. tried to listen to it. I just I couldn't. I was like, oh God. And I remember the time thinking, oh, we did pretty good. You know, it's all stuff like, oh crap. It's just so that Yeah, yeah. It's we just have a lot happening and it, yeah. you know, it, it's all good. It's all good. We do this podcast because we love it. Um, and we have other priorities sometimes that interrupt that, but we still care and we still love everybody who checks in with us. Uh, so yeah, I mean things are going good. How, you, you sound like you got a little bit of a frog in your throat. My allergies um, have moving back to this area have just gone on full force, so I'm dealing with that. <laughs> oh so, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I didn't really when I was when I lived in Gunnison, it didn't affect it at all, and then moving to Texas a little bit, but nothing terrible. And boy, here I'm just back again. So, but you know that's just the way it goes. So. It is. I thought we should, uh, before we, you know, before we get too much into stuff, make sure we talk about today what our topics are going to be. We're going to be talking, you're going to be talking about Sandy Williams. I am. Who, isn't that who you're talking about? I am. Yep. Yeah, oh, my God. That's the way you said it. I go, what? Yeah. So that's going to be, um, uh, for the people who don't know who she is, it's going to be a great tribute. And then I'm going to. Hopefully, lighten it up a little bit and talk about the wonderful series Abbott Elementary, which is yeah. on ABC. But um, until then, we 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 have to get caught up because you and I, even though we're we're what eight miles away from each eight other, eight miles now, away. We, uh, yeah, I saw you. Other, so. I saw you once in what three weeks, and it was a yeah, drive. It was a drive-by Starbucks yeah. run, and you're outside talking to one of our one of our wonderful friends, and I was like, oh my gosh, I get to see Gary as I drive away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's the way it goes, you know. <laughs> it, it, just, it is, it is, you know, it's, I guess, you know, let's just jump into a, a quick touch, touch, you know, touch point here, uh, updates, I guess. Yeah. We closed on our, our new house. Uh, we officially signed and get the keys tomorrow morning. Cool. Um, it, that was a very stressful, very stressful experience because we had to have, even though we're not keeping the current house we're in, we technically own it while trying to get a mortgage on a second house. And so on yeah. paper, we have to show that we can pay two mortgages Plus and business. Well, that's the other thing. So we had just sold, we have, we're basically trying to just simplify our lives and find ways to get back to our community and so we're pulling all of our assets um, out of California and pretty much on the the rest of Washington and bringing them closer to our, our community here. And there was some, you know, we sell a property, there's a little bit of money in your bank account for a minute. And then we bought a building, five buildings technically, in our our community. It just happened to come up the, the same month that this uh, property in California sold. And we really wanted to invest and the realtor saw this come up, gave us a call and said, Hey, I know you're not looking for this, but just hear me out. And you know, every great story starts off, but, but just hear me out. You know, something, <laughs> something big's going to happen. 
So we're in the middle of a construction project. We're waiting for the city to approve the building permits. The building has been never been permitted for any work since since it was a law to have your buildings permitted. It has never been permitted, which means the people who have owned the building, which is two different families now, have done their own rewiring, HVAC, gas lines, you name it, and every possible scenario of how that could go bad all exists in the space. So we have a demo permit and they are working through literally de demoing at all the electrical, all of the plumbing, all of the ventilation, and we're waiting for the permits to put all the new stuff back into the, into the space. So we're a little bit delayed. That caused a bit of a stress, but then we took a deep breath and realized it's not the end of the world. But it is stressful because we have to pay that monthly expense on that building as well. On top of that, we bought a house and we have a house and we sold two rental properties all within 30 days. And so it's just, it's been a bit of a stressful game. Um, I'm realizing that there's other uh, side quests in my life that I might have to give up a little bit sooner than I intended. I had hoped that I could be able to build a, a bit of a, a succession and, and train other people and support them and have them take on those side quests. And I'm realizing I might have to make some decisions uh, for myself. Uh, selfish, I know, but I think it's something I might have to do. And um, I have some conflicted feelings about that. Um what else? Oh, I've been doing training oh, for a month and a half now, Gary. I've been seeing a trainer here in, in Pullman, and he's pretty rad. Um, been having great workouts. Everything's based on function, so I'm not doing, like, crazy workouts or anything like that, but working on improving, you know, things like getting dressed, going to the bathroom, going for a walk, standing up, things like that. And it's I have walked our hill, and you know what hill I live on, it is not an easy hill to walk in general. And I have walked it to, and kept my heart rate under 140 beats and my respirations pretty even and ha did not have to stop, take a break or anything like that. So making, making some forward progress and feeling pretty good about it. So I'm sure you don't want to talk again in specifics, but I'm assuming you're, you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so that <laughs> it's just I, it. I realized that I I got sucked into some drama un, unaware. I was just unaware because I yeah. I come at I come at things from a very different perspective than other people. Right, that's what's unique about all of us. We have different perspectives, and mine is everybody has good intentions. Nobody means harm. If they have a problem, they're gonna tell me. They're not gonna you know, let it fester and let it blow up. They're going to, they're going to treat everybody in their circle with the same dignity and respect that, that I treat people in my circle. And that's, that's not the case, right? We hope that we could, that everybody treats everyone with the same love and respect that we want for ourselves. And it doesn't always happen. And I allowed myself to get sucked into the drama. And I realized that the people that came before me, I thought may have just been you know, maybe sensitive, right? You know, you pass a little judgment unintentionally, but you're like, oh, I, I could do, I, you know, I could come at it from this perspective and it, it'll be better. And I won't have that same experience. Oh God, how naive I was. <clears throat> so it's frustrating. Um, but trying to find a solution that moves forward, that leaves things in a good place that's within my control, right? That's the key, right? I have, it can't be something that, I can't control. And then I'm trying to impose on that. It's just, I won't be happy with that either. So yeah, it's a bit stressful, but I'm working uh, on it. And that's actually good that you're finally realizing that you can't do everything. So that's, that's <laughs> I mean, that's something for you, Holly. I don't know. Our, our listeners will know this not, but for Holly to admit that that's, pretty big i mean it's very, i have grown very proud a, of you thank you i've grown a lot in the last five years i and i feel like this is i feel like i'm at a point in my life where i'm leveling up to that next level you know it's like okay you, level 20 is like your max you like you're sage you're the white you're, you're the wisest the strongest or whatever right if whatever that is for you i'm thinking in fun terms here 
And I feel like I'm leveling up in like that next level of maturity. And it's like, okay, so in, in order to maximize my experiences here, I need to do this instead. And I'm realizing that more and more, especially these last few months and just recognizing how disconnected Desiree and I have felt like, because <clears throat> we've been so busy, we really haven't done our check-ins. We are really good about just check-in. And I'm not just saying like, Hey, how are you doing, babe? It's that quiet space that we create for each other where we just kind of sit and we we talk about all the things the emotional stuff the good stuff everything in between the fears the concerns our needs and we really haven't communicated our needs in the last three weeks and it became evident more so when our dog started behaving you know misbehaving and two to two nights ago we had come in yet another day whirlwind literally i have clothes strewn all over the dining room the living room the like my office like i just i take off like my my work shirt and i put on i put on something else and i'm cooking or i'm cleaning or i'm doing something else <laughs> but i don't pick up after myself and so we just came in we did something very similar both of us and we're laying we're getting ready to settle in for bed and we all we both realized we never checked in on gretchen who was sitting there in the middle of us just roll running around and we went downstairs. We're like, we just realized we didn't even say hi. Like we just world one. She goes, yeah, you guys have been doing that for three weeks. I was wondering how long it was going to take you guys to realize it, that you guys were in a cycle. And it's like, yeah, um, about three weeks, it looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had a really good family conversation and just reassured each other and touched base, and which is good. But it's it's that it's that next place place you know in your life where you just realize the things that matter and yeah not, not that these other side quest things that i do are don't matter it's just that it might it just is it for me to lose everything else over so yeah it's crazy i'm growing up <laughs> well no, i think that's it with all the stuff you have going on i think it, it's good to start going uh, maybe you know in, in the end right family right. is the most important thing you know and so it's like everything else is secondary and so yeah i mean and that's what it gets down to so yeah exactly and, and it's just it's important you know family is important the people that you choose to incorporate into your family is important and everything else is exactly that just that secondary it's just even my work you know is secondary how is that going it has its moments of great stress. Um, most of that, most of that stress could be mitigated if people would just let go and trust that I'm going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for the most part, it's there. I think, I think what it is is that these people have been doing the job for four years in some one capacity or another, and now that they have a full time employee, there's there's there a bit of a disconnect of like what do I do now and what is what are they doing right now are they doing what I would do are they doing it how I would do it are you know so there's a little bit of that just that transition for them so we're working we're working through it but I've had a I've had a few moments there I was just like is this worth it and I really had to I really had to have a deep conversation with myself about whether or not it was worth it and I I have a try a th- formula that I run through as a, as a check balance. And I'm still saying yes to those. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) you know, yes, money is great. I love having money to be able to pay my bills. That's great. However, it's not my, it's not the everything. And that, that seems to be a a major topic for a lot of employers right now, having a hard time keeping people. And, and I think a lot of it's because it's not just about money, you know, it's, it's about the quality of life. And so that's, that's a, an expectation on business owners going forward is they're going to have to modify the, the the way we work. We're going to have to look at something different. So figuring it out, but it is, it is stressful, but I have um, a lot of great resources and even more in support. I have a lot of people who, who love me and support me and, and know that I'm, some of these things are learning curse for me. So another, yeah. another way of leveling up, I guess, in a way like, <laughs> Just taking on some big responsibilities. But anyway, enough about me. How are you? How are you and your husband doing? 
I'm doing well. And actually the whole, that whole quality of life thing where still, that was a big reason why I quit my job that I moved back there for mm -hmm. there just, it was, it, it was worthless. So, I mean, I think that's something that I, COVID had some good areas that it made people, I, it, all of a sudden that really made people start going, is it worth doing? You know, is it, is it really, should I be spending 70 hours a week at a job that I don't like, you know? So right. that, I mean, so it's, those are, those are really good things. And so I'm in the, I'm in that growing process right now where um, I actually, uh, well, I just found out one of the jobs I, that I wanted, I did not get, but it was one of the nicest uh, uh, negatives I've ever gotten, I guess is a good way to put it. They, <laughs> they were very, it was what they were very nice and they really regretted not being able to move forward with me. And oh, they showed compassion or they're like, yeah, we're not yeah. going with you instead of just ghosting you. Yeah, so it was, I was really, there was a, a very nice conversation. So I appreciated that. Um, and then um, I did actually, but in the whole process, there's been two jobs recently that I did turn down because they didn't offer enough money for what they wanted me to do. It's like, eh, no. So it, it's just <laughs> weird where we're all, we're having these moments like, yeah, no, I, I'm okay. Thank you, but no. Yeah, so, there's. There's a value to to your time and efforts, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, and so that's been so that's been a learning. You know, we're we're both going through this learning time period. So I, I I'm enjoying that my uh, my life has not. I've re decided it's not revolving all around work. That I there are some other things I I would like to do. And, yeah, um, I mean it is right now. I'm going to say getting a little frustrating. I do want to get. A more permanent job. I'm doing the DoorDash and still okay. overall enjoying it, but it is that point of okay, I, I do want something that's a little I, I need I'm one of those people that I need a little more structure in my life. And so I'm I'm still looking for that that job that where I realize it's not a perfect job by any means, but a job mm -hmm. that gives me some structure. So I, I'm definitely one of those kind of people. So um, we'll see the, the job that I really want, the earliest, the earliest I find out if I would get it is this coming Friday, but that's the earliest. And so that's been going on for a long time now. So that, Goodness. so that I'm, I'm waiting to hear on that one. I have an, an another interview set up for another job on Tuesday, which it, it would be a job I've had wanted for years if I could get it, but it's now secondary to the other job. And actually the job that I have interview with on Tuesday, it actually would pay more than the other job that I really was. It's hard. It's really yeah. hard to get, find that balance. You yeah. know, it's, Yes, money is important. Like this job that I have right now, it, it does pay a little bit more uh, than my last job. However, it was, there was two things. One, I won't go into because it's personal and don't really want to get that deep in the podcast on it. Um, but the other what, other reason I, I almost didn't take it is I, at the other job, I could take my dogs. Yeah. My dogs work. And this job has that potential for it to happen later on. Not right now, but it could happen later. Um, but it just, it just checked off a lot of boxes that you and I had already talked about, which is why you, you, you would talk to me into applying for the job. Yeah. Uh, is it, is it checks a lot of um, boxes for me in terms of giving back to my community and, and helping to transition this community from where we are to where we, where we're going. And I'm, it's, it's, it really is exciting. Like I'm, when I see people who have been super crunchy, like begrudgingly like, oh, fine, I'll sit at the table. And they're like, oh, actually, these people are actually kind of cool. Okay. I don't have to. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. yes, yes, exactly. Like you're valued. Your opinions matter. The the trauma or the hurt or whatever happened, that, that matters. But also at the same time, not but, also at the same time, we can move forward. So anyway, it, it's it is a delicate balance. The, and it sounds like you have a couple of good options. 
And we'll see. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, in either of these jobs, um, if I can get them, I'll be in a good place. And if I don't, I'll be okay. You'll be, I, you'll be in a good know. place. You'll still be so in a good place. Yeah. Um, the the one thing I really want with the getting a job is to get insurance again. I'm not on insurance right now because mm. going through Dean's cost a fortune. So I decided not to. And I'm uh, and I'm actually because of my surgery, I'm staying really healthy. The one thing I'm missing right now is I at a, at least one B12 shot by now and I haven't I can tell my energy levels going down greatly so that that's where mm. um, because my body doesn't absorb B B12 correctly so that one I can tell so that's my big thing but no I, I'm doing okay so that's the great part good I mean yeah um Dean loves his job that's he I've never seen him happier so that that's great I'm amazing um, so that's been wonderful um and then I has been really enjoying my time with my grandkids so that's I um I'm really enjoying being grandpa to my grandkids and helping my daughter where I can right now so those are all really good things um the I we're doing doing that I've actually, and I'm trying to decide if I'm really going to do it or not, because I'm starting to feel a little weird doing it. I was asked next year uh, for a fundraiser to direct vagina monologues. <gasps> um, but my issue is, like, oh, God, I just think maybe a woman should direct that. So, <clears throat> I, that's, so <clears throat> I mean, I would, I would love to direct it, but <clears throat> I just don't know if I, if... <clears throat> You have to clear your throat or something, Holly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, mm hmm. I, uh, we could talk. I, yeah. if it's an option, who do I talk to? I'll put in yeah. my application. <laughs> so, um, we have to, uh, so I have to really try and try and decide if I would want it first because I God, I'd really like to, but God, should I really be directing that play? So that's, you know, I have to go back and forth on that mm -hmm. one. But, um, so doing that and um that's yeah kind of where that's my my life is fairly boring right now because <laughs> that's what's going on with me so <laughs> I, um and dealing with some i have some jerk who i just made a comment on it i posted something on facebook and now he's getting after me about it. it's like jesus i, I didn't and i finally had to put it on the thing that said um please i just please don't comment on my page i don't feel i need to debate <laughs> yeah is this somebody you know it's somebody who is i know adjacent it's uh it's one of the i've seen him since he's a kid and so it's like i'm about ready to go if he makes one more comment i'm gonna you know, do the great thing of just blocking because it's like i you know, I I don't need to you know I don't, I don't need this shit. I don't, you know, so if you're gonna comment on this, I, I've asked you not to now. So if you comment again, that means that you know I, I block you. So it's like, right, it's like I I really don't like to get in debates. I just not. I used to, but I realized what's the point. You know, it's like fuck no. I don't. There's a lot of friends of mine on Facebook who. They say things that I cringe and want to tell them to, to honestly to fuck off, and I don't. And so I kind of feel the same way on my end of it. Don't you know? If you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to, you know. Right. So that I do. So that that's my. <laughs> that's, your, that that, right that's your TED talk. Yeah, that's my TED talk. Which you know we can always all the stuff we're talking about here just shows in our podcast how. Uh, really, we, we like to show with Queer how really we are just like everybody else. We're going through all the same shit that everybody else is going through. Where you know we have the same hopes, dreams, the same issues going on. Mm -hmm. Just sometimes it we we put our wonderful queer spin on it. I, I don't. I I think that's the nice thing about this podcast. It shows yeah. that there's no differences in us. It's just we we. We're boring. We and we have the same <laughs> challenges, and Speak we're, for yourself. We're, 
we're interesting sometimes and other times we're not I'm, I'm currently sitting here wearing all black clothes just so my green cape can show off even more oh, okay yeah i'm currently <laughs> here thinking i should have worn a fucking sweater because i'm freezing it right? is cold we're getting cold i'm i'm, I'm happy for the, another change in our season i love our season changes yeah anyway I, but oh. to echo your sentiments, like I, I appreciate our podcast too for the fact that we are just we just reflect who we are as human beings, just like everyone else. Like, yeah, we're not different, but we yet somehow we find ourselves in these conversations, these debates, these legislations, and this bullshit about what you know what our rights should be, and it, that shouldn't. I, it just boggles my mind that we're even having that conversation. So. Anyway. And actually, that leads perfectly into let's 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 Jump talk about your topic. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. Um, so we were going to talk about uh, last time we were getting together. We were going to talk about a recent tragedy that had taken place in our community um, on September fifth. We lost uh, a civil rights activist and a journalism entrepreneur and their partner. Uh, in a plane crash. So Sandy Williams and her partner, Patricia Hicks, uh, who is a retired school teacher um, and known for just her wonderful spirit and love to dance. She, the two of them and, and eight others were in a, a little plane, a little prop plane leaving the San Juan islands, which is just North of Washington state and, um, was leaving the islands and flying into Puget Sound when the plane suddenly took a dive. And it's uh, one of those planes that has uh, floaters, so it's a, it does land on the water. It doesn't, it's not supposed to crash into the water. So this plane, it's a, it's a 1957 plane that had been um, up to date and on its codes and all that, and they haven't been able to determine what, what happened. Um, everything else on the log report shows that things were fine and normal, but or something something happened and to to date as of as the time of this recording uh one passenger has been recovered um no, no one survived but they did recover recover a body uh, but the rest are considered missing at this point they were um so sandy williams is a, a spokane activist which is on the eastern part of washington state and where i had attended college and she and her partner uh, went on a vacation for her 61st, Sandy's 61st birthday. And they were coming back to celebrate at home when this happened. So it's, it is, I mean, it's, it's sad regardless of when it happens, but it is sad when it, uh, you know, this was an unplanned vacation that they took last minute and it just ended up not it just, it was ended up being a tragedy. Sandy Williams um worked and led the black newspaper called black lens she's the founder and executive director of a community hub called the carl maxi center she was active in uh for many years in other civil rights issues including lgbtq uh rights and issues she was a former member of the washington state commission on african-american affairs and a former interim executive director at the odyssey youth youth center which serves lgbtq youth um she was a part-time coordinator at the pride center and she helped open the pride center at eastern washington university in 2010 i was in attendance at the university during that time and i was struggling with my queer queerism 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 we're going with it um and the organization was really new. They're in a building that was under construction too. So um, it wasn't quite as vibrant as it is right now. It was fairly new at the time. And I remember when I was going through, just kind of figuring out who I am, I remember being able to connect to resources on campus and feeling safe, feeling safe on my campus. Um, and during that time we had, Oh God, I forget the name of that hateful church that travels around and like boycotts or not boycotts, uh, 
I can't remember the name either. I can't Sorry. remember the name. They're they're fuck faces. It doesn't matter. They're just a super hateful group. As soon as I think of it, it's going to be in the middle of your conversation. Anyway, they had That's come okay. on. They had come onto campus in front of this building, and, and it was in the center of our our complex with their PA system, and they're saying that we're all going to go to hell if we have tattoos, if we're having unmarital sex, and like just all the list, right? Just the list. And he's standing up there with his banner and his microphone and we're just, and people are just, they're going up and they're just screaming at him because he's saying these hateful things. But but more and more people are coming into the plaza and sitting there and I'm like, this is getting out of hand. So I walked up, I pulled my hair down and I covered my tattoos and I walk up and I'm like, can I, can I see your mic? I want to say a few words. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I introduced myself. I'm smiling. I got his name, you know, very nice. And I took it. I'm like, you guys should all just fuck off right now. The fact that you're sitting here and listening to him, you're giving him all the power he came here to look for today. And as long as you are standing here listening to him, he will continue to stand here and yell his hateful, his hateful speech. And the rest of you, you want, you guys go talk to our administration and have them remove him from our property from our campus, like all of you should just march right now to the president's office and demand that he be removed from the property. And all the while I'm blocking him from taking the microphone for me because <laughs> he, he gave it to me. It's mine. I'm not giving it back. And so I stood there until he was finally removed from campus. And I just started talking about random stuff and I would never have been so emboldened if I hadn't had a campus that had a pride center that helped educate people and help provide resources. And so um, she was instrumental in in setting that up, establishing it and supporting it and building up those functional programs that are still in effect today. Um, she um, accepted an appointment by Governor Inslee as Washington State Governor, for those who don't know, in 2013 to take on that, that uh, Washington State Commissions on African Affairs and she represented Easter Washington until 2018. And she was a founding member of the Spokane Community Against Racism. So that's abbreviated as SCAR. And she was a member of the branch of the NAACP. And the primary focus of her attention was on economic development and racial disparities. She was on a hiatus from her paper, the Black Lens uh, paper, and unfortunately, uh, that's going to be on hold until they kind of figure out how they want to move forward. Um, she will be remembered in our community for her, her, sorry, <clears throat> for her work for our black and queer communities. Um, it's, it sucks. And I know that that's a huge imp uh, impact for many people. And I'm hoping that other leaders will come up you know come up from behind then that have been under her and learning from her and, and help step into those roles uh some interesting facts to share with you guys before I, I turn this over to gary the percentage of students in college that identify with lgbtqai plus is estimated to be 17 to 21 percent and that's not necessarily accurate because we are taking into account states that people might not be as accepting uh, but it's estimated um, about 21%. For colleges, uh, for college students seeking LGBTQ-friendly colleges, uh, helpful resources to look for is to search the campus uh, if they have a campus pride or an organization uh, that has some sort of LGBTQ uh, resources, positive resources. I will say that Washington State ranks number six in the United States, which is awesome. And my last interesting note, and, and then I'll turn it over, is um, we didn't see these kind of campuses happen, uh, these kind of, uh, sorry, campus pride um, places on campus until 1990, which is crazy to me, but I I guess thinking about it in our conversations that we have on the show, it kind of makes sense. In 1998, um, there was a student of uh, the University of Wyoming named Matthew Shepard. He had been beaten, tortured, and left to die. And he was later taken to the hospital where he uh, died six days later. 
And through that, there was a lot of people that had gone on marches and had protested and lobbied. And the two suspects that uh, who had done this had been found guilty and been charged. Um, and there was a whole thing in the, in the in the media about whether or not they should be charged for a hate crime. And they're like, no, it should be caught charged as a sex crime. And like, no, it should be charged as this because he's it was a male to male attack. And ultimately they were charged as a hate crime because their motivating factor was the fact that this, this young man was gay. And so um, when that happened in 2009, the United States Congress passed the Matthew Shepard act and signed, and it was signed into legislation by Barack Obama in 2009 that brings uh, basically it, it brings a lot of resources and support for LGBTQ students and I know right now our our rights are just kind of up in the air, it feels like. But there are there are things that have happened in our history that give us some guidance about how we can handle it going forward. And in this case, these these tragedies led to legislation. And that's what we have to keep in mind is as we have lost Roe versus Wade and we have these don't say gay bills and other shitty things happening that we have the same tools that they're using to make that happen. We have those same tools available to us, although maybe not as easy. We are able to, to stand up and fight for those rights. We've been doing it for years and we can continue to do that. Um, I appreciate the work that Sandy has done for us and the foundations that she has built. And I'm hopeful that uh, we here in Washington state can pick up that mantle and carry it forward. That's very good. Um, I do want to add something to it. Um, mm -hmm. Just on the, the sad part about the pop culture aspect of it. In that same um, plane crash, uh, yeah. Megan Hilty, who uh, she she is one, she was one of the stars of the series Smash. Mm -hmm. Her um, sister and brother-in-law and nephew all died in that same plane crash yes um, including the unborn yeah and so that's um just to it's it, so it's all sad it's just mm -hmm. it's 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 terrible loss on so many levels and it's just it's something that um it's that, yeah, there's no words. I mean, just, there isn't. There really isn't. It, right now, they're they're they want to say it's mechanical failure because they're just based off of eyewitness testimony, um, and the fact that the wings weren't a, a, weren't fluttering at all tells them that it gives them an idea what might have happened and, and what's what has happened to a previous plane of the same model and design in Canada. Those individuals survived, uh, but it was a there was this rudder thing, this um, mechanism that flutters the the wings. And if they have an internal fracture, which you can't see without taking the plane apart, uh, if that gives, then it locks out those those um, those wings, unfortunately. And they suspect that that might be the case, but they can't rule that 100 until they find um, the remains of that plane. And it will take, a, they said it will take them almost two years to comb because the water's traveling at three miles per hour and it's constantly changing in flow and we have our cold seasons coming. And so the water levels are going to change. So it is a tragedy. Yeah. All right. Um, Moving on to lighter news. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I decided to uh, talk about the wonderful AB series mm -hmm. Abbott Elementary which is just recently, the Emmys won several awards. It won Best Supporting Actress for uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph, which for any uh, person who is like me, that's like one of the goddesses won. She was one of the original cast of Dreamgirls. And um, this is her very first Emmy, which is sad to think that she's, it, she's, an older lady who is my age and has not won numerous awards. So as a, as a woman of color, I think that that went against her. She's this amazing, talented actress. Just, who, oh my gosh. Amazing. And for this be the first one, but so she wanted, it was 
I didn't really watch the Emmys this year because I was in the middle of, of rehearsing. I did get to see her acceptance speech, and it was it was wonderful. And then um, later we had a uh, Quinta Brunson, who is the the star of Abbott Elementary. She won a Best Writer uh, for one of the episodes uh, of Abbott Elementary. She won an um, um, an Emmy for that, which is in itself. These are both history making. It's been. Um, over 20 years since another black actress won an Emmy. It has been, then Quinta is the first alone black woman, woman of color to win a writing, an Emmy for writing. So these are, these are things that happen. And also the fact that network TV just hasn't won Emmys recently. It's all been streaming. So it's nice to see that a show that is sweet and right. not offensive has been nominated and won awards. And um, so I want to start with that. The big thing, really, I just want to talk about in this wonderful series, which is, for those of you who don't know, it's just, it's about a group of teachers at Abbott Elementary. It's a low-income elementary school, and they're, all, they're fighting all the time for, to get the supplies they need to have to learn new programs. <laughs> I, I really would like- <laughs> Desiree needs to watch that because I'm well, just laughing because she, and constantly, she is, as an art teacher, they, she's not allowed to order her own stuff. She has to send in a list to somebody else who then gives it to somebody else who then may or may not order it on time. And then it may or may not have those, like, you know, sometimes you could substitute one item for another. It's like going to the grocery store and you ask for a loaf of bread and they and they give you muffins. It's like, that's not what I asked for. Like, oh, we didn't have any bread. I'm like, you telling me your entire store's out of bread and this is what you came up with? Mm -mm. And that's kind of, what, <laughs> kind of what happens. And she's like, just let me order. Like, it saves you so much time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking is I'd really like to get her impression of the series. Uh -huh. um, the first season is on, is on Hulu. Yep. It's also on... Um, on HBO Max, and uh, the next, the second season has just come out, and I already had one episode. We'll have another episode coming out, and um, I, I love the fact, and it takes it all in a very sweet way. I mean, you get to see these teachers struggling, but you don't. I mean, no, it's not. You're, you're not seeing what it's like to live in an inner city. I, I get that, but you you get the general gist of what's going on, and you get to see these people struggling and trying to trying to do what's right for their kids and taking sometimes maybe unorthodox ways of getting the products they need. Um, the main person I want to talk about in this mm -hmm. is um, the, I've just lost his name. Sorry. Is Taylor. Uh, um, the, no, uh, there's a uh, Chris per, uh, perfect perfecty uh, who plays uh, Jacob, who is, um, he is, the you find out in one of the last episodes of the season you you question things but you find out in the last episode of the season that he is a queer character and you find out in this episode that he has um a partner who they've been together for several years you find out all this not for any soul-searching reasons you just find it out um that that he has this, uh, this wonderful uh, husband, they've been together, and that you find out that they're both nerds. They're, they're not by any means, they're not the, I love the fact they're not the perfect gays. They each have issues um, that, uh, they, that they have to do with. Jacob is very much, um, he's, that, he's that white man that I can identify with who is always worried about saying the wrong thing and making sure that he's trying to be as woke as possible, but not make it obnoxious. And, um, I, and he's always, he's trying to change the world at all times, trying to be that one who, who is trying to, uh, he, I, I loved an episode where he decides to start this garden and he's going to, give all the products in this garden that they're doing at the school to the cafeteria so they can make fresh veggies. <laughs> and it's funny, he does all this and he hands them to the, to the cook. And he, the cook basically says, granted, network TV, so but this, he goes, what the fuck are you doing? I can't use any of this stuff. 
it's this is I it, it's not, none of it's been approved. I can't touch it. You know, it has to go. <laughs> so oh and you, see him, <laughs> you see him just, you know, so he, he tries and he's always trying to be this perfect guy and try and he's and I love the fact that he is playing. He's a white man who's working at a uh, primarily African-American school and him trying to be as cool as he can be and, and trying not to be offensive. He's always mm-hmm. trying to be kept these landmines and, and um, his husband's name is Zach and Zach has been in two episodes and I hope we get to meet him more. Actually at some point I would love to see them have their own spinoff because Zach is, he is a true nerd. I don't know a better way to put it. He, 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 everything he does is very nerdy. And I love that, that you actually get to see. It's not like, I mean, it's not like I, um, I mean, hell, Holly and I are both nerds. We, that's what we are. <laughs> we, we love that stuff. And to see him be that and be this person who is, and he's also, he's a little chubby and that's all okay. And they love each other. And you see, you see them have this, great relationship where they actually also get very irritated. You know, you get to see that. It's just, it's nice to see a well-rounded character. Uh, It's nice to see a show that's on network television that's representing queer culture, Mm -hmm. but also representing teachers. Uh, So it's a show I really highly recommend watching. It's, um, yeah, it's, and it's nice, especially for any of our listeners who don't, you know, have, uh, the extra channels you can watch this one for free it's on network tv broadcast tv so watch it i really recommend watching this one it's very groundbreaking but in the sweetest nicest way and that's really all i have to say well sounds good i appreciate yeah. you sharing another yet another thing that i'm gonna have to watch because i don't have enough things to watch on tv i guess yeah <laughs> Uh, next week I'm going to share another one. You're going to go, well, fuck her, whatever. Now I've got to watch this one too. <laughs> <laughs> We're finishing up the Lord of the Rings right now. The the new uh, shows that are out. Um, was it on Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Yeah, and it's been interesting because it's it's it takes place before the movies t- start, and so it's. And like, where are the queer characters on that one? Come on, where are the you queer know, characters? You know, you know, it's okay. I'm not going to. Now it's not. It. I'm not going to get into it. I but I will say, well done. I mean, on their character selection and everything they've done to kind of build it. I haven't finished it yet, but um, it, so far I'm like that is pretty good. Well, and it's a new episode drops every week, so you won't finish until they tell it's time to finish it. So it's yeah. like it's ten episodes of first season. So yeah, I think well, there's so- I think there's at the time of this recording, I think there's six right now, five or six. I want to say five. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm. I have. I haven't finished up to that point. We'll just say yeah. that. But anyway, I'm. <laughs> I'm excited about that, and I've been watching um, Sand Sandman on Netflix. Yeah, I. I'm curious. I. I liked it till the last. And the last episode just left me cold. So I haven't seen the last episode. I think that's. Yeah. I think I. Have, that's the next one. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of of. You know how you know we we talked about it on this show. You got oh, you got the one queer character, and they of course they have to be a a, a murderer. Um, and so I, um, yeah, right. It's I know I'm oversimplifying. I don't because we may get into this in another in a future episode. But I was just like ah, but also cool, but also uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm curious to know how it ends. So don't ruin anything for me. I'm gonna finish it up probably tonight, if not tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. Let's be honest. I'm buying a house tomorrow. I'm gonna need it's, to stress. Yeah, I'm just yeah curious. It yeah. I and there's it, it would be impossible to give you a spoiler for it because you'd be going what I don't you, you wouldn't you wouldn't understand until you watch it. Oh well, there is there actually is another. There's actually two other characters. Never mind. Yeah, it, it has several in it. Um, yeah, there, there's the girl, uh, the vortex girl. I can't remember her name right now. Rose and, and Constantine. Well, and also 
several of the other characters um, are very you i just and i because it's one of them i want to talk about at some point but for okay our we're gonna talk about it later so yeah so, so listeners just um just plug your ears just go back in time for like two minutes and plug your ears you didn't hear anything we just said <laughs> i will right now that we need to pre-warn people there are some it is if you have issues with any kind of um grossness there are some there's some that yeah, gross there's a lot stuff. of a lot of a lot of that suicidal self-harm uh, violence content in there and speaking of which i can tell you that next week i will be talking about uh that I, i'm gonna watch the on netflix so the next week will be the jeffrey dahmer there's a uh, ryan murphy put out so I'm gonna i be know watching i have mixed feelings about watching shows about serial killers because it just i feel like it emboldens serial killers to to serial kill for that from that infancy that to they have their I name. Hear that this one emphasizes the fact that they that people weren't listening to because there are people of color and queer so that's why i want to watch it so that's because I, I wasn't going to and i heard that and going okay well we'll see so but um then maybe this could have been stopped earlier if people would have taken yeah that's true that's true it, not listening to women and not listening to people of color yeah. i think i think it's certainly added to the the duration of that ki- of his killings yeah um but anyway yeah so anyway. i think that's i think i think we're done holly yeah we're off, so. i'm gonna go play D D, eat apple pie and celebrate somebody's birthday and you know just kind of relax i'm gonna go take a nap i'm pretty sure so <laughs> Oh, jelly. I have, I have things I have to do as an adult before I go be a kid again. Um, all right. Well, but we'll, we'll talk soon. I'm, I have, I have so many things I want to say, but at the same time, that's our show. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience. If you have any topics that you would like to bring up to our show, let us know, connect with us on any of our social media accounts or at our email, quinundrum at quinundrum.com. And if you have any questions, use those same avenues as well so that we can Get to those questions. Until next time, be well. And be queer, you wonderful motherfuckers. <laughs> Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Quernundrum Podcast. And email us at Quernundrum at Quernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer.